From meeting in New York City while pursuing our creative dreams, to working in Hollywood together, to now navigating the adventures of married life and young motherhood. Come along with us as we journey and ask the big questions about identity, faith, and the pursuit of joy. And the small ones, like what are you watching on Netflix? And what do you have for dinner? This is Unraveling the Call podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. Join us as we attempt to unravel the call that God has already written on our hearts as we learn to to just just say yes. yes. Welcome to the Closet podcast. Just kidding, that's not what this one's called. Um, but we are in Bridget's Grace's room, actually. Episode two of Unraveling the Call. Welcome, everybody. It has been such a good week getting reactions from last. Oh my gosh. What was it two weeks ago? So fun, so scary, so many emotions, just putting something out there. Mm-hmm. But it the has feedback been, has been great. Oh my gosh. It's been so awesome to hear from, from so many friends that have just like shared. Friends have come out of the woodwork that I didn't even think would listen to this podcast. Out of the woodwork. Yeah, and people I, I people I haven't met yet on Instagram. You know, that's an Instagram school. I you, love I yeah. love that about social media. Yeah, when you get to meet people and you never would have otherwise. Totally. We and it's been cool to hear from friends that we admire, moms that we admire totally. that have just said that the first episode that we aired on Mother's Day spoke to them in different ways and um it's really given us the confidence and mm-hmm. just the assurance that um we're on the right track, I we're guess. We're on the right track in some way. Yeah. Praise One God. of my friends, um, Annalise, she's been awesome. So yeah. she she just listened to the podcast. Uh, like she was one of our first listeners and, and it was cool because she's, she's not, she doesn't have kids and it was a mother's day episode. So I, I was excited that she listened to it, but she said that she got choked up in the moments of letting go of control and not knowing where your life is going because she's starting her own business. Wow. And so she's putting everything out there and being vulnerable and, um, which is kind of like having a baby. Yeah. Like <laughs> a, starting a business can be like having your own baby. It's it is. like a creative baby. And so, yeah, it's just about trusting God's plan and, um, giving over control, I think. Have you had any good feedback? Oh, thanks, yeah. Annalise. So nice. Shout out to Annalise. Um, I had a similar situation where I had a friend text me and say, you and your friend Mackenzie are blasting on Alexa in my kitchen. Oh. Uh, her name is Priscilla, and her husband just left for her his seventh deployment. Oh, my God. And they have a baby under two, baby fits, and she just said that she listened to the first episode um, in the kitchen on Alexa, and it just really encouraged her to start her own thing, but also just to hear other other moms and other women that um, are trying to pursue their calling. So that's really special for me because she's somebody that I really admire. I mean, it's not easy to basically single parent when your husband has to either go on a trip or in her case, a deployment. And she's, you know, she's a working mom. She's advanced her career um, despite having, you know, a baby. And she's to hear her say that the podcast got her through this hard season has been something that has really encouraged me that we should keep keep going well she'll definitely be on one of our episodes hello out there (laughs) how'd you guys get in the closet yeah whoa who who invited you into grace did you let them in (laughs) all right well that's crazy i guess you have to introduce them then secrets out our first guests of the podcast are none other than johnny and colin our husbands guys welcome to the podcast no bio (laughs) (laughs) if you could write a bio about yourself what would it be? Yes, tell us. I didn't write a bio about you. I'm sorry. Uh, married to Bridget, father of two. Oh, that's a really lovely that bio. Was a All-star dad. Oh, actually, like your bio on Instagram is member of the brotherhood. Did you and forget about you the motherhood? About <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. The I Navy, love that. The Navy Brotherhood. Mm. Welcome, you guys. Is this your first podcast? Oh yeah. 
first one. Wow, it's our first time with guests. We can't wait. It took us months to get them. It's really fitting that they're our first guests because we've been through a lot of firsts with these with these fine fellows. Yes. What's your favorite first? <laughs> I don't know, babe. What's our favorite first? Oh, we're in a closet, so we could talk about <laughs> <laughs> Recording in a closet is a good first. What about you, Colin? My first first? Your favorite first. What's your favorite first? Of us. Mackenzie? Oh, jeez. <laughs> been a lot of firsts. Mm-hmm. The Sorry. wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. We could keep that we'll one. Keep it that one. Johnny, what's yours? We'll keep that in there. The first thing with Bridget. Yeah, your favorite first. It doesn't have to be sexual. Mm. Even though I know that was your favorite first. <laughs> Even though that better than your favorite first. No, that that's not one to to brag about. <laughs> I wish it was. Not on my end. I wish it was. No, I meant Whoa. me. I meant my performance. No. <laughs> no, I would, I would definitely not call you out. We all know who is the struggling on that. All right, but really, I, but really... you know what you should talk about for your favorite first? Yeah, what was your favorite first? Maybe your favorite, your first house together in Hawaii. Ooh, that was yeah, a special first house. Place. The first time we bought a house, too, in Newport. Ooh, that was exciting. And the first Especially because we... all the trust that went into that, because I wasn't there. Cool. That is true. Colin, or Johnny was deployed. Well, that's true johnny was deployed and i had to buy a house for us just getting emails how about this place how about this place oh i'm gonna kill your mom she keeps telling me this place and there was a time difference and i was shopping with your mom so yeah that was yeah. it was a stressful time Lots yeah of prayers. to say the least oh yeah Lots we, of prayers. We, we had we ended up surviving yeah. and we got a great house and we got a beautiful house yeah. we did a great job great yeah. house they had a insurance claim within six months and this was before you were even a father well before because Colby was made in that house. Colby was Colby was actually made in, in Charlotte. A, in Charlotte, mm-hmm. in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. Exactly. Who I knows, love that. Who knows where Grace was made? Yeah. I, uh, well, happy Father's Day, guys. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? A favorite. Oh my gosh. Well. First. A favorite first. Well, first I remember very vividly the first time that you guys <laughs> set eyes on each other at my birthday party in New mm-hmm. York City. That was that was gonna say that was gonna be my favorite first. Oh. Our first drink together that was that was a good one and there's a photo of you guys that like perfectly is it a video or a photo it's, of them it's, it's they're just staring at each other well you're dancing on the table Bridget's and you can see them in the background birthday. Birthday. lovely thank okay. you for sharing that <laughs> little I, I, tidbit what would we do without our loves it was good, good what's that bar called it was Beaumarchais Beaumarchais thank yep. you it was so good that was back the best when day. we were all fun at Beaumarchais <laughs> back when we all knew loved ones do any of you guys remember life before kids no I, I don't. I hope they do. <laughs> Does anyone remember sleeping in until 10 in this closet? <laughs> Say no. I. Barely. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. What did we do with our time? Yeah, what did we do with that time? It was all wasted. <laughs> Just kidding. It was awesome. It was we fun. should have written a book by now. We should have started a business by now. We should. <sighs> you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, all that time. And I didn't do anything with it. <laughs> I know. Not a, <laughs> I know I wasted the days, but I don't know. I feel we're like we're making up for it now, guys. Um, wait, Johnny, mm. what was the biggest shock to becoming a dad and becoming a husband? Mm. The biggest shock. Yeah. Um, probably the fact that now someone needs you to survive. Mm. They need you to learn, to eat, to mm. basically do all. All basic functions. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, they know absolutely nothing, and they rely on you for everything, for life. 
Is that stressful as a dad to put that burden on you that like these little humans are depending on you? Yeah, I I would say so. Um, I mean, on multiple levels, spiritually, emotionally, you're their example of what masculinity is. Um, financially, um, it's a bunch of ways, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say, like, I've been, not in a bad way, but I've been more stressed just because you think about it more. Like, you're always, you know, feeling like you got to show them the best mm-hmm. person, of best yeah. version of you. So that they can grow up and, and yeah. be what you hope them to be or what you wish them to be. That's good. Yeah, that is true. What pressure, too. Especially if you have a little, you have a little perfectionism in you. Mm-hmm. That can be Don't tough. look at me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not looking. I'm just saying. That's hard. Either one of you guys answer this for us. What is the number one responsibility of a father in the home? Just what is the first thing that comes to mind? got kind of like when you when you take your vows like it all kind of goes back to that because you do the same thing with your with your spouse I think you should do for your kids and that's how, how do I lead them to heaven like that is the ultimate goal um and then like Colin said just the protection portion you're always thinking of it all the time you know how am I making sure they are safe mm-hmm. and able to do what they want to do I don't think, I don't about, think about that, that at all ever. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you guys are so stressed all the time yeah. Is that why you're losing your hair? Is that why you're not stressed? Because <laughs> <laughs> you take hairs. off the stress? <laughs> wow, that's true. I know, why do you guys think about that? I don't. I really don't. Yeah, Someone why comes call? breaking in the door, who's going who's gonna to answer it? Not me. Not Bridger McKenzie. <laughs> Just kidding. Colby. Colby. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yes, Colby. Unleash Colby <laughs> on them, and they will never come back. I feel like parenthood, motherhood, maybe fatherhood is like this for you, has taught me to just be more of a go-with-the-flow person, which is a skill that you can take anywhere. You can take that to the workplace. You can take that in friendships. You mm-hmm. can take that into any aspect of your life. And I would never have learned that skill if I had not had kids. I was so close-minded and, um, I guess, what's the word? Just like not a go-with-the-flow person until I had kids and realized, oh, they might poop all over themselves in public and you're going to have to be okay with it because guess what? You got nothing. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was a patient person before I was married or with children hmm. and the level of patience that I've had to develop is insane. Hmm. Yeah. I, or I've also learned how controlling I didn't know that I was, I guess, too. Yes, that's true. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. They say your husband shows you stuff, or, you know, as mirrors as we talk about. But maybe the whole package shows you even more. Oh, I think kids and your spouse teach you so much about yourself. Oh, that was the biggest shock for me, being, you know, learning who being I really am. Too. Yeah, being who you really are. Because your, your kids and your, your spouse are going to tell you I think the biggest you shock to you about me, Johnny, was how messy I was. Mm. <laughs> mm. Can you, you want to share about that? Elaborate. We all have our love languages. Well, yeah. I think that's just, you know, us as Catholics, we obviously believe that you should not live together until, like, the sacrament of marriage. So, like, that's what makes it really hard because you really don't know. I mean, you know the person well, and you think you, you think you know them well, and you think you know so many things about them, and then and then you get married here it comes, and you're stuck. You know, then you put your clothes <laughs> in the same um, closet, and then you see her clothes on the ground day after day, and. Not every you know, day. No, not every day. But it's it's but t- it's things. it's different. It's it's a 
it's a fun way to learn about each other. I mean, it's hard. Agreed. It's obviously hard. Mm-hmm. Like you've learned things about me that you probably aren't the biggest fan of, but like it's, it's the kind of the great thing is you learn and grow together. Um, that's what makes, you know, if marriage was, was easy, you'd see more people with 50 year marriages, mm-hmm. but that's uh-huh. what makes it so amazing is that it's hard. It is that it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe we all learn our little irrita- irritations too, because mm-hmm. you oh, yeah. know, like that might not bug somebody else. Right. But I, at least in our marriage, Colin, I've noticed how I get irritated over the small, small, smallest thing and it's little, you know, and it's stupid. And so like working on that and, you know, seeing people's downfalls and still loving them through it keeps the marriage long. Well, I would agree. Like as much as your spouse may have these little things that bother you, you learn more about yourself that... Like, cause living by yourself, you don't know anything. Like, you don't actually know anything about yourself. You How know you're a control are. freak. Yeah. You don't know you're yep. a psycho for the dishes in the dishwasher or mm-hmm. something like that. Or, mm-hmm. But, like, you realize about yourself and you know, when your spouse is like, you need to chill out a little bit about that spoon that I left out last night. I'm just as bad. But yeah. I think it teaches you. And I think also, like, another one of the biggest things that marriage and parenthood, sharing parenthood with you, has sharing. taught me is... Um, you can't you can't obsess over and nitpick over the little things that bother you about the person because if you do that and I think that C.S. Lewis talks about this in Screw Tape Letters that like the biggest um, temptation that we have with living together with people whether it's family or your spouse or your kids is to nitpick over the one thing that bugs you so much that it eclipses what you love about them Mm -hmm. and then you forget why you love them Mm -hmm. and like when I think about Johnny as a dad what I love about him is just like seeing how how amazing of a dad you are to our kids and growing up like I really I really didn't have that and so I feel like being married to you God has allowed me to see this great example of a father that I really didn't have before Mm -hmm. and so I think that that's kind of the beauty of it and And that you get what you you need. Yeah, you get what you what you really need in marriage and parenting. That's true. You guys balance each other out well. What did What did you get from Colin Ken's? Oh, well, one thing that I'm not. It's weird. You would think I'm like this, but I'm not. I I hate. I'm learning this year mostly how much I hate change, and I'm not <laughs> good at thinking ahead. Like. I can live in the moment, maybe, sometimes, but I don't like planning five years down the line. Right. Do you know what I mean? That's and so that's hard kind of anyone. their job, I've learned, as the man of the house. They are always thinking, and Colin is really good at that, and he's really good at being positive in the thinking ahead and always keeping God first. Like, even when, oh, we talked about this today, even when um, he was deployed right, in Iraq, like, kill me if I had ever had to do that I would have been so oh, miserable and negative right but he said he woke up every morning and would listen to the need to breathe song um multiplied multiplied right that's a good one yeah okay. like with the sun like he found something beautiful in it and that's like basically a ballad to God what is yeah what does that sound about um God of mercy sweet love of mine I have surrendered to your design it's so beautiful. Wow, that's awesome. That'll be in our show notes. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll tag it in our show notes, guys. And um, just, like, offering those times up and trying to, just trying to be better. That you, You're always working on being better, which is great. And so, you know, that carries and that, through the that fam. motivates, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. when you see, like, um, 
that makes me think of like Johnny's just recently started to read a lot because mm. this is a pretty easy duty station for him. Whoa, don't, hopefully my boss is listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like amazing books. I don't even know how are you finding these books? And you are like suggesting them to me and just um I guess like helping me grow as a person and that has just like really motivated and inspired me to want to go like further explore what I want to explore. So mm-hmm. I think it's like a chain reaction too when you're bettering yourself that it's like helping your spouse it's helping your kids and mm-hmm. it's helping you grow well i'll say like also when you get i mean colin and ken's like y'all are an awesome example as a family like watching y'all like raise tea has always been like a, a motivator for for me um Absolutely. and probably bridget as well Definitely. And like, yeah i mean it's it, being around other families that um have your same ideals i would say is 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 very important and has also been amazing for us as parents Definitely. and allowed us to be better parents to Colby and Grace just mm. like being around y'all seeing how I mean y'all are amazing like y'all I feel like are so devoted and you know Colin offering you know, talking about books like Colin gave me be a man he just came to my house and you know talked to me about the book because he was watching our kid so we could go on a date night mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and now I'm reading the book by Father Larry Richards and um you know, we're, we're very fortunate to be around y'all, but I think that's also was a decision by us to be around families like Definitely. Colin and Ken's. So, I could say yeah. the same about you guys. Yeah, it's important to have that community. Yeah. Sure. You can't grow without it. You're the five people you hang out with. We always say that. Yeah. Definitely. And we love spending time with you guys. That's <laughs> why we can always Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're like the godparent squad. Yeah, we are a squad of godparents. Godparents to both our kids. I, I heard in a talk, I don't remember where I heard this, but a speaker, um, that I heard said, um, always surround yourself with a reach couple who like, they are what you want to be. Like they're friends with you, but they're also, there's something about them that they have, that they share together and that they share, um, with you that like inspires you to be better. And I really think of you guys when I think of that couple. So we're so happy you guys are our neighbors. I don't know what we would do without you guys this ever. God is good. He is. I met these people, you guys, my listeners. I met these two, um, I think we're on our seven year, happy anniversary, seven years almost. And they say, if you are friends with someone for seven years, you're besties for life. Okay, isn't so that crazy? So I think God was honoring that quote and totally. moved us right by each other. I mean, it's a miracle. That I we think, live. yeah, that's crazy. This is it a worked. straight up miracle. <laughs> I know. For those of you who don't know, Colin and Colin is Marine, Johnny's Navy. We never get stationed anywhere near each other. It's weird. We even and then are, we yeah. just randomly find out that we're both going to DC. I mean, how does that happen? Nobody knows. You can't write it. Um, and now we we both have two kids mm-hmm. about to be. Ken's and Colin are about to mm-hmm. have. Welcome to the second second kid club. Skirting back to the seven years ago. Back the bus up. I actually saw Johnny and Bridge right in the beginning of their relationship. Right, it was like month one. I want to say, like everyone who knew you guys before knew you as not together knew you as friends oh yeah not as a couple and i met you guys as this on fire couple at a catholic conference so if we're talking about reach couple i think you lit a fire under my belly to really follow that and colin knows this because you introduced us and so um it's insane though to think about how that propelled johnny to fatherhood because without that time you guys dated and you pursued bridge and vice versa i'd would you be here today with these awesome kids and two under two that we laugh about, but it's like, it's it's all from 
the pursuit that you guys went on together. And it's super cool. I will never forget the three of us going to confession on the sidewalk with that <laughs> amazing priest, whoever he is. Mm-hmm. I was just loving that. And that whole week, that whole weekend was an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. It was. It was actually life-changing. Yeah. You say, like, quotes and books and talks Seriously. are life-changing, but it actually was. If you can go to a seat conference, anybody listening, go to one. Oh, yeah. Sign up today. Yeah, exactly. It, it's worth it, and it will change your life. Yeah, totally. And you might meet some cool people. You might meet your future best. Be your only friend. <laughs> Just kidding. So, guys, we always end our podcast with what we're reading or watching. So, do either of you want? Do either of you want to share what you're reading or watching? Uh, well, I said it earlier, reading uh, "Be a Man." That's my morning um, devotional, and then I'm also uh, reading "Flipping Houses" by Jay Scott because I have this <laughs> goal. Because uh, I listen to Bigger Pockets all the time and read like all their books. Uh, I hope to eventually, because I want to be more, you know, spend more time with my family and basically be my own boss. Is uh, Hopefully, eventually, be a real estate investor and basically get out of the rat race game and more time for spending with family and and going to all the games and birthdays and all that. I think obviously going on deployment with what we experience has kind of taught you like how precious like yeah. being with your spouse and being Aww. with your kids is. It's like, I mean, that's the, that's the only way to to really be um, thankful for it is take it away, like take it away and see how it's like without it, uh, and then you actually will realize like how precious and important it is. So it's almost like it stinks to go through for us, but like it's it's obviously been like a blessing because you realize like what is most important. Oof. Amen, brother. Babe, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. What about you, Colin? What are you reading or watching? It can be something you're watching. And don't say Bachelor. Yeah. Don't <laughs> Why not say I that? know you guys watch The Bachelor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. For real, you do you guys no, actually watch? I know what you can talk about. What's that? I watched Southern Charm. Our Charmed, new like, favorite. Don't worry. I didn't say that. <laughs> Our new. Um, you should have said that. Oh yeah, real life Catholic with Chris Stefanik. Yeah, we, we do. That, that, that's a great one. Um, Is that the one on Amazon? Yeah, yeah but he has a new season. It's better. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, we don't really get to watch very much. But. Are you reading anything? I'm. Uh, Embarrassingly reading the uh, the catechism. I've never done it well, before. Well, you're a beast, dude. I'm That's trying. That's not embarrassing. <laughs> That's amazing. It Jeez. sounds nerdy, but I I just have, I feel like I I didn't get a great uh, catechesis. Is that is that right? Uh, the Can right you give term? us one nugget of truth that you've read? Because so I'd oh, love to gosh. learn. Once um, Saint Augustine quote: I, "I believe to understand, and I or and then I oh gosh, I'm gonna butcher it. Say it again. Say I bu- again. It's a uh, I believe to understand, and I understand so that I believe, or something like Ooh, that. Yeah, I, don't know. I love Saint Augustine. He's a, it's that whole catechism, at least the first, you know, fifty pages. Is it so like is, UCAT or like straight up catechism? No, it's straight up catechism. Dang. Um, I guess we're all called to read it, aren't we? Because well, we just went from bachelor to the catechism. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that. That and then David Goggins uh, can't hurt me. That's yeah. on the docket next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that about? You seem excited. We've heard all the podcasts, and he's just like a, a tough dude. You yeah. should have a podcast. But maybe you guys should start a podcast. Maybe. Maybe. But the catechism, Patrice gave me that for. Um, yeah, have for, you read it? Because she it's, knows. It's it's in the it's <laughs> in the queue. It's in the queue. The queue's for all the queue. listening. Patrice is my mother, who we oh, all yeah. call Patrice, and we've talked about her probably That's every episode. Respect. Yes, we love you, Patrice. Absolutely. Mama P. Mama P. No, but that's a, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. It's easy to go through the routine and go to mass and do the things. But also, like, 
there's so much happening in the world right now. It's nice to learn the answers of why we believe what, what we believe. That is true. And it's all in there. So why haven't I read it? Couldn't tell you. Still finishing the Bible four years later, but getting Look there. At both of you. I'll it's, get all three of you. I'm reading nothing. Four of you. You're also working. Well, I did just buy Stephen King's book oh. called On Writing. Cool. I think it's called On Writing. Ooh. I have yet to open it yet. <laughs> Only B could read this book, you guys. Yeah. Talk about a bookworm is the girl in this room. Yeah. Bridget. Oh boy. I like reading books about writing. Which is <laughs> That's weird. Because awesome. yeah. you're a good writer. I want well, I want to be better. No, I've realized going back to work, I, I am not a good writer. I thought I was until I was surrounded by like a communications team. But you are I... supposed to be with people better than you. There's a reason you are, because then I but think like, you have what does APA writing style even mean? But I got an A on my college paper that you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was good back then. What do you mean? I got an A. He said. I, an a. I actually went to confession for that, and the priest laughed. Uh, well, I translated That's my it. favorite story to tell people. What that. did the what priest tell us more? <laughs> I wrote a twenty-page paper for Johnny in college, and then I went to confession and confessed it because I felt really bad. By the way, I charged him four hundred dollars, well, and so, Johnny went to confession too. So it's okay. Yeah. I think I still have that on. Is it a venial sin in my in my <laughs> cache? Just add it to the queue for next time. Um, How did he can't get you into confession? But, uh, I remember breaking down. Cr- I was like the first time I was ever vulnerable to you, where I like oh. broke down crying. I was so stressed and scared because I had a final for my minor in Spanish. And then we got engaged, and I shared that story with your family. Your dad was so. You could tell visibly I, upset that I wrote a paper yeah, for you. Thought, I think they thought I was a little more perfect. Or than proud that the in law was so smart. Yeah, why not be proud? She's just you the editor, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. That's a really good thing we could just end on. When was the first time you cried in front of each other? Ooh. And also in Ooh. fatherhood. Have Dang. you guys broken down in fatherhood? Ooh. I could tell a story. She went there. Oh, sure. It's it's a truth that everybody goes through. That I can hard. share one. Go for it if that helps. Sorry. Um, T was four months old and I wanted to go on a run and we were in the mountains and, um, it it was just a longer run that day, I think. And I went out and we were staying with our really good friends, Kristen and Nick and Colin was having a really hard time consoling T because she was having a really hard time in that time. Wouldn't stop crying. And I remember Kristen texted me and said, should I go check on Colin and T upstairs? She's been crying a lot and. I feel like I could help, you know, because mothers know sometimes, right? Yeah. And I said, that's okay. I think he's good. But when I came back, he, it, it broke you because that's, that's, but that's a father's love. John's like, been there. If only, mm-hmm. like, only your child can break you in that way mm-hmm. and test your patience and grow you. And, and it's hard because they can't give the child, like, what a mom can give them. So right. you must feel helpless. And I think for a guy, I'm speaking for you guys. I think feeling helpless is, like, a hard thing the hardest for guys thing. to feel. But then on the other end of the spectrum, I'll say what I've learned being a mom is that the fathers it is so important that the kids see the father. Yes. In church, in leadership, in every single aspect of their life. It's great to see the mom do oh, these yeah. great things. But if you aren't seeing you your dad, dad, they need a dad. And they need to see them in this role that I can't give to you, that you can't give Colby and Grace 
And we'll especially all be dancing well. in the kitchen, and I notice that Colby will start to dance with me, but then he'll look over to Johnny, and he wants to see if Dad thinks it's cool to dance. So I'll be like literally like miming to Johnny dance, and then Johnny will start dancing, and Colby will keep dancing <laughs> like after he sees Dad do it. So I awesome. think that they um, have something more than oh, we can guess. To end on it, we love you guys. Thanks for being our first yes. guest. Yeah, thanks guys. What thanks for honor. this forced fun. <laughs> what? I and in the, the closet. <laughs> Hey, do you guys have like a closet closeout? Oh yeah, ooh, closet oh. closeout. Closet closeout. Wait, yeah. Johnny. Well, so I'll I'll have the first closet closeout. Oh. So since we've been talking about us as dads, yeah, Kenz, I'll start with you. So, uh-huh. what was um something you take away from your dad as he was a father to you? Oh, okay. wow. I think I just try. I th- I think it's crazy. I th- I think it. I just see a lot of myself. In him, usually the negative qualities, actually. Sorry, Brian. Um, no, but he's but the thing, a superstar. The thing he Stand thinks up. he struggles with that we both know we both do is what I said earlier. Getting irritated over small things. Not letting things go. So, um, sweating the small stuff. And I have a little perfectionism issue too, Johnny. And controlling issue. So when I see that and then I see the dad he is and how he's had to literally uh, move that to the side to be a good husband to my mom... And really let her be her and then be a good example to all of us kids. We all want to be like him. And so I think I I think that's so admirable. And I think both of you do that really well. You're guys that kids will want to be. I agree. Yeah. So Bridge, obviously this is like a tough subject for you uh, with your dad not being there. Yeah. But maybe, um, and that's probably something y'all can talk about in another podcast. But what uh, what's a... Uh, First of all, is there a person in your life that has been a father figure for you? Well, first of all, I will say that I, you know, even though I'm not super close with my dad and I I do totally relate to people who have hardships on on Father's Day, as some people have hardships on Mother's Day. Some people aren't close with their moms. Um, But I also am, I am grateful, you know, that he gave me life and, um, and for the memories that we do have together. Um, are we close right now? No. But I think God kind of gave me fathers along the way to look up to. So, like, I can think of, like, high school fathers that I saw. Like, friends of mine had these amazing dads. And I would always be, like, at their house. So I got to, like, experience that. And then in college, um, I worked for um, this guy, Jay Collins, who's a family friends with us. And he's, like, such a phenomenal dad. And just being able to like closely work with their family and I was his assistant. And so I got to just like see their every day and just to see how awesome he is with his kids. Like that really inspired me. And then I just think about, you know, uncles I have and and my father-in-law, Johnny's dad. Jimmy is amazing. I actually have a nickname for him, Baffle, badass (laughs) father-in-law, because he's just such a special guy to me. And And you're um, special to him. You guys have a very special bond. Mm -hmm. Isn't that true, guys? We love each other. So I think, like, I, I did pray that prayer when I was in college. Like, you know, just send me, like, good men in my life. So I never feel like I need to, like, fill this void with something else. So, yeah. That's awesome. The first closet closeout. That Wait was a, a second, Colin. Hello. What's that? We, we need father figures. We need to hear about you. Oh, but he, he was it was doing for the ladies. The ladies. Oh, yeah, it was for, for the, the ladies. ladies. We've been, we've been a center of attention. You yeah, guys yeah. haven't talked about your dads. Yeah, give <clears> you a little shout out. One please. thing you thing love, just one thing about one thing you love about and my dad that you hope to take on. Slim Tim. Slim Tim. What don't I love? We love you, Slim Tim. Does the 
most joyful, loyal person I know. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And he, he'd bent over backwards for drop anything for me. Totally. Easy. Everyone. Yeah. Any, actually, anyone, actually. Yes. Yeah. That's the best yeah. Part. yeah. 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 I can't beat that. Your dad is like a dad to all people. Like, I feel like there are certain guys that are just like, they end up being like a father figure to like so many people mm-hmm. in their lives. And he's the man. Yeah, sure. So, Johnny, what, what about our favorite Jimmy? I would say his Jimmy. passion and his Aww. and his emotion. Like he, he obviously act like tough and he'll bow up and all that. But he's, <laughs> but he's like me. So like that's exactly. I get that True. from him. I am a softy at heart. Yes. And we will we will tear up at like you know freaking see a deer crossing the street. Or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my dad, he's just very passionate and he's very emotional. Um, but it, it's an amazing emotion to watch. Like that's yeah. like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You know, watching your dad do stuff and, and that kind of influenced you like that was something that influenced me in a in a positive light definitely yeah, definitely you guys are so alike i is see it more and more it's kind of crazy you guys are alike mm-hmm. that is true or because our hairline you <laughs> no <laughs> stress does that <laughs> you guys are both clean cleanaholics yes all right on that note will one of you guys say a prayer for us please to end our podcast quick prayer quick closet prayer yep yeah. all right thanks colin in the name of father and son and holy spirit uh, Lord, thank you for this opportunity to get together and uh, speak about you. Uh, we ask that you guide uh, these two wonderful women uh, in their podcast, that they may um, grab the hearts of uh, people everywhere and uh, continue to do um, good things for you. Uh, in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Colin. Jesse, we're coming. Oh, we got to oh, get the nanny now. Should we text her, you guys? We're on our way. One more day? Yeah, we're definitely going to have one more beer and then go get the kids. (laughs) I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. And this is Unraveling the Call. We hope you like it. Follow us at Unraveled Podcast on iTunes and Instagram. Yeah, we're not on Facebook. Yeah, (laughs) who's on Facebook? Love ya. Bye. God bless.